Chipper, chipper, chipper. Energy, 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 energy. We're recording and it's not nighttime. Yay! Yay! Munch Madness. Hi, I'm Tom Zalatni. And I'm Tefra Jemian. And you're listening to the No Bad Food Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. This is a show about great food and the people who love to make and eat it. Our mandate is simple, to explore, taste, and learn about food in ways that celebrate all the things that make it great. Each week, we dig into a different dish, meal, ingredient, cuisine, or piece of food media, exploring the history and culture around it, sharing favorite recipes, and learning from our wonderful guests. The only rule? You gotta love it. After all, there's no such thing as bad food. Before we dig in, we'd like to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where we're recording is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember that the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. I want to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on and with the indigenous communities of that area. So, babe, you know what time it is? What time is it? It's time for everyone's favorite annual series here on No Bad Food, where we pit our favorite foods of the year up against each other in a massive bracket tournament to determine the best food of the year with special guest judges week after week. It's time for for Munch Munch Madness. Madness. Uh, I'm very excited. How are you feeling? I'm very excited. This is the event of the year. This is, in fact, the event worldwide of the year. This Mm -hmm. is the event that everybody's been waiting for. There have been massive ad campaigns. Mm -hmm. We have so many corporate sponsors Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, because everybody wants to see these matches to determine which food will be the food of 2023 and the first three months of 2024. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, but something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, you probably saw you probably saw during your uh, your Super Bowl commercial breaks, you saw our ad for Munch Madness and you thought to yourself, wow, can't believe they shelled out the big bucks to get uh, Maya Rudolph to promote No Bad Food. Can't believe that they uh, they brought back Baby Peanut. This just year, for us. Just for us. Just for every food ad you've seen this year has, in fact, been leading up to Munch Madness. That's We're it. everywhere. We are everywhere and everything all at once. That's where we are, and there's no bad food in it. So uh, <laughs> without further ado, should we break it down? Should we tell people about this year's Munch Madness lineup? I can't wait. All right. So before we even do that, I want to remind people how this works, because it's been a year. So if you don't remember, that's okay. It's been a and year. And maybe you're new. Maybe you're new. Maybe if you're, you're new, new. in. it's time for Munch Madness. <laughs> so Munch Madness is our annual food bracket tournament where, like we said before, we pit foods against each other week after week uh, in a single elimination bracket style tournament to determine the food of the year. Uh, last year, we had our champion bread who knocked out coffee in the final round. Um, So we spent a lot of extra time last year on bread-themed content. Uh, And whatever happens this year, whoever wins this year, it will be the same thing. We will spend a bunch of extra time in 2023 dedicating ourselves to the winning food and getting a bunch of extra content out of it. We bring in special guests every single time. Yeah. Usually two. Yeah. (laughs) And And let me tell you, we got some special guests this year. They're all so special that they have their own math class. We got talented and gifted guests this this year. Sure. There's no participation trophies this year, guys. Only the winners get to advance. There's no second place in Munch Madness. You either win or you lose. It's cage match, sudden death. 
Immediate elimination. It's a dog-eat-dog world, but none of our competitors or our judges are dogs. That was an oversight. I need to speak to Patricia about this. Damn it, Patricia. (laughs) Patricia, you're fired. (laughs) Fuck Patricia. You made her cry. You know what? She didn't put dogs in the tournament. (laughs) What's even the point? All right. That's a wrap. We're done. That's it. That's it. Munch Madness is canceled. No, folks, we don't cancel Munch Madness. We don't cancel anything around here. We're not in the business of cancellation. We only cancel shows that aren't succeeding. (laughs) Oh, there's a Netflix joke for you. Or just, yes, anyway. Yeah. So let's talk about what's on the docket today, this year. Let's break down the menu. So every year we have four divisions here on Munch Madness. The Champions Division, the People's Choice Division, the Write-In Division, and the Host's Choice Division. Two of those you got a chance to vote in over the past couple months. Uh, If you had a chance to do that, thank you. If you didn't get around to it, that's okay. We still got our nominees out of it. Uh, And then obviously the Champions Division is made up of last year's finalists, semifinalists, etc. So uh yeah, let's let's break it down. Our first seed of course in the Champions Division is last year's champion Bread. I mean, what a champion, you know? I really last year Bread taking taking the gold, taking it all. I was happy about that choice cuz really mm-hmm. I mean, it's the essential food, right? Yeah, exactly. So we're seeing Bread coming back strong this year. Mm-hmm. Will they make it to the top seed again, or will they get knocked out by one of our up-and-comers? We'll find out. Of course, man cannot live on bread alone. Our runner-up last year was Coffee, who comes in as the second seed in the Champions Division this year. Uh, Coffee, hot bean water, everybody's favorite way to get juiced in the morning. Uh, I don't like that, Um, (laughs) but I do like coffee. Uh, We'll see. Will coffee have its win this year? Will coffee make it all the way to the finals? Are we that burnt out or are we going to choose food? (laughs) That's it. There were a lot of people asking last year, if coffee wins this thing and wins best food, what does that say about where we've come to as a society? Um, I really did feel like it was optimism (laughs) versus bleak reality in the last Mm. in the last semifinals. And I'm I'm happy that it went the optimistic way, but I can appreciate coffee coffee as the runner-up because i mean bread and coffee i can live for a long time on those that's the thing right and sometimes our runner-ups got to give us the runs uh speaking of people who are going to give us a runs for their money the third seed in the champions division one of our semi-finalists from last year is dumplings little pouches of fun stuffed dough yummy once again i am really (laughs) behind dumplings like Mm. i love dumplings i I really thought they might have gone all the way last year. I think they're a heavy hitter. I think mm-hmm. they're definitely bringing a lot to the table. And we'll see if our listeners want to yummy down on that. We will see. And of course, the final food in our Champions Division fourth seed is everyone's favorite thick sandwich, the burger. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. We like hamburgers, cheeseburgers, turkey burgers, veggie burgers, chicken burgers. You got a burger, we like that burger. Mm-hmm. Will burgers rise to the occasion and make it to the, to the, to the end? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, so that's our champions division. Uh, next up, we're going to break down the people's choice division. So this is... Um, foods that we covered on the show last year that you the people then voted for so these are the four most popular foods that we talked about last year in order of which received the most votes to participate in this year's tournament and folks this is a fun category Mm because we've got some uh i would say some rookie up-and-comers that i did not see coming 
I could see, honestly, most of the people in the people, most of the food in the People's Choice Division, I could see making it to the final. Absolutely. I think they're all they're all uh, really strong candidates. So mm-hmm. let's hear about them. Yeah. So our first place, our our first seed here in the People's Choice Division, the most popular by far. Like when I was looking at the votes, this one got twice as many as the second seed. That's Damn. how popular it was, uh, is Honey. The sticky, sweet substance secreted by bees. I mean, I almost said man's oldest food, and honestly, like, I might say that. Yeah. Honey is historic, mm-hmm. powerful, mm-hmm. has healing properties, mm-hmm. is sweet and yummy. Oh, yeah. Is sustainable, yeah. comes from a pleasant symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. I'll save the rest for the show, folks, but I think we've got ourselves an up and comer. Yeah, that's it. Uh, the second seed is not to be uh, taken lightly, though, and that is hot sauce. Ooh. Hot sauce. I'm excited that we have a couple of condiments happening here, right? Yeah. I mean, honey's not exclusively a condiment, but like. You can put it on things like a condiment, Yeah, right? this really is looking like a condiment year, and that's an <laughs> interesting twist for Munch Madness. I don't think we've had this many condiments make an appearance. A whole two. <laughs> in, there's three. They, well, no spoilers. Ooh. <laughs> there's four. I mean, two so far, but we're only in two Ooh. categories so Ooh. far, folks. We'll see. Yeah, hot sauce I'm excited about. I think hot sauce is one of those ones that could go pretty far, depending on who the judges are. I mean, it's a global favorite. Everybody's got a hot sauce, right? Except for the... The people we don't talk about as much. Like, every good food culture has a hot sauce. Rest in peace, Queen Elizabeth. (laughs) Speaking of uh, resting in peace, we didn't have a lot of uh, animal proteins last year in the tournament. We may have had dishes made with them, but I think Mm -hmm. we actually didn't have any just straight up meats. Mm -hmm. And I'm very excited to announce that the third seed in the People's Choice Division this year is beef. (laughs) (laughs) Cow meat. Now, I'm going to be really interested if burgers and beef end up against each other at any point in this competition because that's going to be an that would be interesting. Yeah. Do we do we favor the ingredient over the product? Do we do we let the sandwich win because it is the an improvement of the beef? Who knows? Who knows? That's a question for other people Bold to decide. Bold statement later. to say it's an improvement on the beef, but well, again, I'll save this for the show. Sure, yeah, <laughs> and that's it. That's what this show is. It's full of bold statements, and the final bold statement here in the People's Choice Division, the fourth seed is the bread basket. Now, I almost <laughs> feel like this should have been eliminated. I feel like this should not have qualified. Uh, This is a bold choice, folks. This is a bold choice because if you remember the Champions Division, if you remember all of the past year of content, we just spent an entire year talking about bread. The Bread Basket was in fact an episode that was part of the bread series that we are doing because last year's Munch Madness winner is bread. Um, So I don't really know what's going on here. I think none of you are without sin (laughs) look look i mean honestly honestly maybe the bread basket shouldn't have been included in the list maybe it shouldn't have been included but in in what can only be called an underdog's tale (laughs) (laughs) all right tell me about this underdog's tale right Right from under the dog's tail that's the butt uh I'm sorry. Um, in what can only be called an underdog's tale, despite the breadbasket being kind of an absurd candidate, it is the fourth seed by a considerable amount. Oh, boy. In that 
everything else that could have been right after it was tied for fifth seed. Oh my god. Or fifth okay. most popular in the People's Choice. So the only way to bump Breadbasket out of there artificially would have been to hope that somebody else voted for any of the others that were tied for fifth place. There were like six tied for fifth place. The people have spoken. The Breadbasket is in. Now the question I have is are we talking about the bread in the basket or just the basket? <laughs> Well, I think it's a basket full of bread. I, I think we can't we can't just be the container for the bread, right? Because this is a food tournament. So if any of you were hoping to talk about chewing on wicker, we're not going to do that. Yeah, that's we wild. might do that a little bit. We might. All right. Before we reveal our other two divisions, we're going to take a quick trip over to the mid roll, so we can tell you about ways to support the show. Hey, welcome to the mid-roll. If you're enjoying the show so far, make sure to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on so that you never miss a new episode. While you're at it, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode with a friend. For every new rating and review we get during the month of Fiebi, we'll be donating $2 to The Depot, our local food bank here in NDG. They can turn every $1 into $3 worth of food for a family in need, so by doing the simple free act of leaving a rating and review of the show, you're kind of donating $6 worth of food to people who need it. There's literally no other way to turn zero into six so if that math is exciting for you go do it you can read all about what the depot is doing at the link in the description of this episode did you know that uh grocery store ceos in canada are literally being pulled before parliament to explain the skyrocketing cost of food in our country i did know that yeah yeah i hate all of them donate to people who need food because ceos are literally taking food away from people to make a huge profit. And I love a class action lawsuit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love knowing that there is a, like, non-zero chance at this point that grocery store CEOs are going to have to shell out just absurd amounts of money, tiny amounts of which we might see deposited into our pockets. That's a very optimistic take. I mean, I'm talking like we might get five bucks. Yeah. 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 But you know what? That's five bucks we wouldn't have gotten. I just hope there starts being some legislature around how much you can jack up the price of food to take advantage of a bunch of people who are spiraling after a global pandemic Mm -hmm. and a giant recession. We're looking at you, Galen Weston. I'm just saying that, like, astrologically right now, we are in a similar period to right before the French and American revolutions. That's all I'm saying. And the wealth gap between the rich and poor in North America is currently larger than the wealth gap was before the French Revolution. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm so just saying, So we're still you know, trying to grow our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Galen Weston starts with a G, and so does Guillotine, and I'm going to leave you with that. Hey, you know what else? What else, Tom? Does this have to do with money and food? It sure as heck does. We're still trying to grow our Patreon to reach $50 a month. That's our goal that we set for the month of February. Um, I don't know if we'll get there, given that this episode comes out on the 28th of February, but maybe we'll get there pretty soon in March. Uh, You know what? If it's the 20th of February, somebody could just go and pledge $25 and we'd be there. It's true. Are you listening to this thinking, ah, I want to help you reach your goal during the month of February? You could. They're not going to want to help us reach our goal if you keep saying it I only get to say it on this episode. After that, it's going to be March. If you do this to March, my birthday month, I will marry you to divorce you. Hey, you know what, guys? It's Teffer's birthday three days after this episode comes out. 
Give us money. That's a birthday present. That's a birthday present. Birthday present. And you know what? The best party favor that we could give you for supporting Teffer's birthday this way is by letting you be part of our No Bad Food Recipe Club. I will give you, tell you what, if we make it, if we make it to our goal by by March or by my, I'm going to say by my birthday, by March 3rd, I'll give you a little extension. This Friday, if we make it to $50 a month uh, for the first installment of the recipe club, I will give you the recipe to my birthday cake. (gasps) That's exciting. So you can all share in the celebration. The recipe, step one, open Uber Eats. Step two, (laughs) find your local Dairy Queen. No, that's not what I want. I don't want a Dairy Queen. I'm not you. That's fair. That's my birthday cake recipe. I like fancy cakes. (laughs) I like cakes with fruit. You think I'm not going to have some... Some passion fruit on that. Ooh, baby. Ooh, that passion fruit birthday cake we got you a couple years ago. Oh, my God. I almost forgot about that. Uh, Oof. Anyway, when we reach our $50 a month goal, maybe today, maybe by the third, we will be launching our No Bad Food Recipe Club, where each month we will post new recipes for you to try out and share with your friends and family. If you aren't already a member of our Patreon, please consider joining up at patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod so that you can be a cool kid like our newest patrons, Nell and Carol Ann. Here's a fun fact. Nell and Carol Ann? Yeah. Both librarians. Oh my god. At least at the time that we met them. I don't That's know if they both still fun. are. But, uh, uh, Nell is not a librarian anymore, but okay. I believe is still working in libraries somehow. Okay, okay. And I think Carol Ann is no longer a librarian, but works adjacent to libraries too. Woohoo! Hey, have you recently been a library? Have I <laughs> recently been a library? <laughs> or an employee thereof, I guess, is more what I mean. <laughs> uh, if you're currently a librarian or if you're you currently a library. Hey, are you a library listening to? I mean, hey, maybe you are someone who works high up enough at a library. You know, uh, what I'm saying is if you currently or recently have worked at a library, maybe consider this uh, twist of fate destiny telling you to also be a patron. There's a stretch, but uh, categorize that as a twist Have of you fate. read a book this month? Ooh, you know what? Dewey Decimal you starts You owe with? us five bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Dewey Decimal starts with D and so does donate. <laughs> Patreon.com slash no bad food pod. I'm really amazed that you don't do yoga with how much you're stretching today. Ooh, baby, bend over. Let's get out of the mid-roll and get back to the rest of the show. <laughs> All right. Okay, so we are here in the second half of the show. Time to reveal our other two divisions, the other half of our bracket for this year. We're going to go to the write-in division. Babe, do you want to tell them who is the first seed and so on? Now, the write-in division is the wild card because you've all been able to just write food in. We Uh didn't have to talk about it. You can just write about anything. Mm -hmm. Um, And oh boy, did you. But we did did come up with four front runners Mm -hmm. uh, to be the write-in division. Now, number one is in fact an old face that we've seen before um and that is pasta pasta is exciting because pasta i think was actually the winner of the very first ever munch madness i think so it was certainly has gotten very far every year yeah so, um, so this will be a real exciting. contender. Yeah, like it, it makes sense to me that Pasta, who is a returning champ, is a first seed. Pasta is the Jet Tila of our uh, of our Munch Madness. <laughs> Pasta is the Brooke Williamson of our Munch Madness. Really, if you think oh about yeah, it. yeah, yeah, good point. Except that it's returning this year. Woo! Oh, boy. These are Tournament of Champions jokes. If you don't watch Guy Fieri's Tournament of Champions, What's you should. What's wrong with you? 
<laughs> oh man how about you tell us who is number two in the write-in division number two i'm excited about this one mm-hmm. as well because this is like one that i think a lot has come up a lot in casual conversation mm-hmm. lately of people being like how has this not won yet yeah. and that is rice yeah uh one of the <laughs> most popular food groups in the world yeah rice i think consistently makes it to at least the quarterfinals yeah uh, but i think has not passed the semis in a while yeah. So, uh, which is interesting. We'll see what happens. So, rice people show up for your rice this year. Yeah. You know, keep it going. Keep gotta, those votes coming in. You got to fight for your rice to party. Fight for your rice to party. <laughs> I guess they don't actually get to vote on these. Well, they might, right? They if might. The, if the if judges tie. tie. Yeah. 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 So, uh, are you a rice fan? Let's hear it. Let's see your rice campaign. Let's hear it for rice. The rice. food's so nice, they called it rice. <laughs> Um, all right, Tom. So now we're getting into some different ones here, though. Mm-hmm. Pasta, rice, you know, popular starches. I yeah. get it. Yeah. Uh, what's number three? Number three is olives. Olives, I'm very excited about. Olives, I, it's not one that I expected to get no, as many write as it did. I didn't expect it either, and I'm very excited about it, too. Yeah. I love an olive. Yeah, me too. They're, like, I, I love olives... Like, I love green olives, and I love black olives, and I love Kalamata olives, and I love them pitted and unpitted. And, and I stuffed love them with things. Stuffed with things. Yeah. I love their oil. Yeah. I love a branch being extended. There's so much you can do with <laughs> olives. I love knowing that the water has receded from Mount Ararat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, olives is a really exciting one for me. I, I don't think olives can win. <laughs> I think olives is polarizing enough that I'd be surprised if it can pull out like a big win. All right. So all of my Mediterraneans sign up to be judges. That's it, right? Let's see this thing all the way. You know what I started doing this week? Mm. I've started taking a spoonful of olive oil every day. Sure. Yeah. Just like your boss said. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Like olives are, are awesome. But I, I just don't know that they have the star power of something it's, like a, a pasta or a rice. You know, I mean, historically, we've seen individual vegetables or fruits not getting very far. Mm-hmm. I think we it, it's always a, things that are perceived as ingredients mm-hmm. are always a little bit tricky. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, like it depends on the attitude of the judges. It yeah. depends on where they are that day. It mm-hmm. depends on if they just ate a delicious bowl of olives. Mm-hmm. We could just start leaving them out on the table. Uh, beforehand when they come in. Yeah. Is that gerrymandering? No. Gerrymandering <laughs> would be if we said that only Mediterranean judges' opinions matter. Oh, okay. So we're going to do that too. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. okay. Uh, so what is number four? Number four in our write-in division is salsa. So we alluded to this earlier that there were other condiments coming and salsa is one of them. Uh, I'm excited about salsa being on this list if only because like I don't know. I feel like it could it could give hot sauce a run for its yeah. money. Mm-hmm. It could give a lot of things a run for their money, really. Yeah. It's like, a good condiment. Yeah. It's a it's a good and there's like a wide variety. I mean salsa just means sauce. There's like yeah. a wide variety mm. of salsas that it's fall true. into that category. You can have so many different kinds. You know I love pico de gallo. I make yeah. it like every single day in the summer. I I find I find it really funny thinking about like I'm sure that the people who wrote in salsa were thinking like like salsa salsa like chips and salsa kind of salsa, mm-hmm. but I do like the notion that maybe they just meant sauce. <laughs> 
Because sauce would be a buck wild thing to run <laughs> as, a, as a contender for the tournament. I'm, I'm going to put my foot down here. We're not going to have a repeat of Sorrel from last year where people didn't understand what it was. And so we made it both an herb and the drink. No. <laughs> No. no. When we say salsa, we mean like salsa that you buy in a jar because it's salsa or that you make yourself, yeah. but it's salsa. Yeah. Something that you would have with tacos. Yeah. Like something that you could conceivably have with tacos. Yeah. We're not just saying sauce in Spanish or Italian. We're yeah. talking about salsa. Yeah. yeah. Now I want tacos. Damn. <sighs> Me too. But we're having lasagna tonight. Lasagna that has salsa in it. Really? What? Well. Okay, shut your mouth. Ah! Shut your whore mouth. Don't tell me to shut That's... my whore mouth right before the host choice division. <laughs> I will Some speak my whore mouth. matter more. Wow, you heard it here first, In this folks. division. I thought we weren't about canceling things here on Munch Madness. Who said that? Well, Who told you that? Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> All right, the final, the final division, the last four contenders in this year's Munch Madness. It's the host choice division. This is where Teffer and I get to each pick two that we would like to see in the tournament this year. It is an opportunity for us to insert some balance if we want to. It's an opportunity for us to shake things up if we want to. Really, it's just our chance to be part of this in more ways than just hosting. Because we don't get to judge. It's an opportunity for us to uh, um, push our tastes and interests on you once more. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you know, like... I think that's okay. I think that's okay. So, Tom, tell me about your choices. Yeah. So, my first contender for this year's host choice division is mustard. Talk about a wild selection. Justify yourself. I I love mustard as a condiment, but I also love how far mustard goes as a concept. Because you have... I know, I know. (laughs) I know, I heard it when I said it. All right, continue. Tell me about conceptual mustard. So, like, mustard, yellow mustard that you squirt onto a hot dog is a thing, but mustard also goes into, like, all kinds of barbecue rubs and sauces. Mustard can be dried and used as an ingredient that way. Mustard seeds can be used as an ingredient. Mustard seeds are so tiny, but they pack so much flavor. You know that dried mustard is ground mustard seeds, right? Yeah, no, yeah. Dry- okay, for a minute I thought you. Okay, sorry. Yeah, you no, obviously. <laughs> it's just that really made it sound like you think that people just dry mustard and that's what dry mustard is. No, no. Is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that dumb. No, I don't know. You're a little dumb. I'm a little dumb, but I'm not um, that dumb. So we're talking about mustard, mustard the spice. Mustard. And large, all yeah. things that are made out of it. Yeah, exactly, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. for me, that's very exciting. It's, yeah. it's a cool plant. <laughs> well, a kind of fun thing I discovered when I moved in here, because you had strong feelings about mustard, is that we both like mustard a lot, but have very different ideas of what mustard is. Sure. Because when you always want to have mustard in the house and you ask, is there any mustard, you mean yellow mustard. Yeah. And when I say, do we have mustard, is there any mustard in the house, I mean like a la ancienne, like seedy yeah. mustard with the little seeds that pop in your teeth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now we have to have both of those mustards. Right. Which uh, is a good problem to have, yeah. frankly. Um, I also really appreciate that mustard is in the same one as honey because like imagine if mustard and honey it's not where it no i mean is in the same like munch madness oh gotcha yeah i i appreciate that we have both mustard and honey because imagine if mustard and honey go up against each other and then we're talking about <laughs> we need water. 
You need some water? <laughs> um, because then we're pitting the two factors of honey mustard against each other. Ooh, baby. That's a perfect segue into my second pick for the host choice about, division. I mean, honey mustard and hot sauce. Man, yeah. tell me about it. Yeah, well, so uh, when I hear honey mustard, the first thing I think of is chicken. <laughs> and chicken is my second pick here. Um, I decided I wanted chicken in the tournament right. before I knew that beef was going to be in the tournament. Chicken was my like first like my first thought, but then mustard was the one that I felt stronger about between the two, so I mm-hmm. named it first. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited. Putting chicken in the tournament means we have two animal proteins that might potentially go up against each other at some point. Classic, classic hard. argument: yeah. chicken versus beef. Damn, that's, that's a clash of the titans. Absolutely. Yeah. In I, real life, though, I think I think the cow would win. Oh, probably a cow could crush a chicken. Although chicken might be faster. Chicken go flap, flap. Chicken has scratchy feet. Chickens are also a little, like, more violent than Chickens cow. are violent. Like, I wonder if a cow would realize it was fighting the chicken before <laughs> it was too late. Chickens chickens want blood. I actually saw somebody who is a chicken farmer, hmm. and she was saying, like, yes, I raise all my chickens. I feed them. I, like, care for them. I care about them. But ultimately, I have no remorse killing them because I know that if they were big enough, they would do the same to me. Right. Well, yeah, chickens are nuts. And I think that makes them a strong contender for the tournament this year. (laughs) Absolutely. They're going to just, they're going to be biting. They're going to be, yeah. Yeah, the claws are out, folks. The claws are out. It's a (laughs) All right, we got two foods left in the list this year, and they are your picks for the host choice division. That's true. Lay it on me. All right, folks, so we're looking at champions here. Are you ready for the, the, the... The champion and the under champion of this year. Under champion. Yeah, you know what? I can't do words currently. <laughs> sure, um, sure. My first pick is, I believe, a return contender mm-hmm. from previous years. Uh, yeah. Salad. Yeah. This should probably surprise nobody, as I really like salad, and yeah. I spend a lot of time talking about how I like salad. Um, I think we've really like done work on this show, expanding people's concept of salad. Mm-hmm. We've had a lot of people say that, like, I never yeah. really thought about salad before. <laughs> Um, so, you know, I like that. And I think we've done a good job of sort of hyping it up. I think yeah. it's going to lead to interesting conversations. But especially considering the breadth of salad, mm-hmm. the, the number of different kinds of salad, the many different things that are salad. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, a humble contestant that's really worth a second look. And, you yeah. know, you really might not. Like, don't don't discount it. Yeah. Don't discount it because it really might uh, give you a good run. Yeah, absolutely. Salad salad is great. And salad, I think, made it to the semis last year, mm-hmm. uh, but got knocked out. No, not to the semis. It got to the quarterfinals. And I okay. think it lost to coffee, if memory serves. Pro- yes, I remember yeah. because it was two of my favorite things. Yeah, and I think Calvin, guest judge Calvin Kosalki mm-hmm. said something about how coffee is great because it's a drug that addicts are allowed to have. Yes, yeah. Uh, and nobody gets zooted off a salad. That's right. That was yeah, a great. Yeah. That was a great episode. Yeah. So, um, so this year, let's get zooted chance. off a salad. Let's do it. Let's um, zoot. Let's get it all the way to the end. Advocate for saladvocate. And finally, uh, my final choice, number two, one that I gave a great deal of thought, actually. Mm-hmm. I was really torn. I really didn't know what I wanted for my second seed. Sure. But uh, listen, folks, it's berries. Mm-hmm. And I said before that singular ingredients haven't made it very far. Yeah. But berries as a category... I'm in a real passion fruit phase right now. I'm eating a lot of passion fruit. I'm trying different kinds of passion fruit. They're really delicious. Passion fruit is a berry. Mm. We talked about persimmons not too long ago. Persimmons are a berry. 
we have olives in the uh, write-in division. Olives, olives are, are a berry. berry. Uh, tomatoes, berries. Berries. Bananas. Berries. And then, of course, the classics. Raspberries, blueberries, blackberries, black berries, gooseberries, huckleberries, currants, grapes. Berries. Cherries. Berries. No, cherries are technically stone fruit. Fuck! I was on a roll. I think olives are also stone fruit. Oh, shit. I'm sorry. The point is, lots of berries. uh, (laughs) They're fantastic. And I guarantee you like them more than you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I'm really stoked about the idea of berries in the tournament this year. Love berries. Yeah. I am obsessed with berries. I they might I mean, you know I love fruit. Berries might be my favorite sure. category of fruit. And that's valid. Yeah. Honestly. Especially because I feel like with berries, it's one of the fruits that you can like most of them anywhere, the kind of fruit you can pop a bunch in your mouth over yeah. and over. Look, berry picking. Mm. Have you ever gone berry picking? Yeah. 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 Berry picking. Yeah. It's you go and you can just pick berries up and put them in your mouth. Yeah. I love that. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's it. That's our 16. That's our big 16. So uh, we will reveal the lineup, matchups rather, Yeah. for our first round. The, yeah. I guess, qualifiers, the, the 16th rounds. I don't know. The, the eighth finals. <laughs> the, 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 first round, the, the first round. The first round. <laughs> uh, so in no particular order, except that it's the order that I wrote them in, we've got coffee versus dumplings. Pasta versus salsa, hot sauce versus beef, mustard versus berries, Damn. chicken versus salad. Damn. I know. <sighs> I know. Honey versus the bread basket. <laughs> I just like I know it's not how the seating works, but I just feel like it should be bread versus bread basket. <laughs> well, we might get there. We might get there. Uh, rice versus olives mm-hmm. and bread versus burgers. Mm-hmm. There's some potential upsets in here already in yeah. round one. Yeah. I'm very excited to see how all of this goes. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, if you're excited about this, if you want to keep following along, if you want to tell us what you think will be the outcome of these matches and drop a whole set bracket. Up your betting ring. What does that mean? If they're going to bet on the winner. Oh, I th- betting with T's. I thought you said betting. <laughs> if you want to set up a ring of betting and get cozy and snuggle in. Yeah. Cozy up, man. Munch Madness 2023, it's cozy. It's cozy this year. Let's get snug. We've got a special guest joining us for the next couple minutes here in the studio. Who are you? Toby. That's right. And how old are you now? Four. Yeah, and what's your favorite thing right now? Video games. What's your favorite video game? Mario Kart Double Dash. Damn right it is. Toby, (laughs) what's your favorite food? Happy Meals. Happy Meals. And what's your favorite part of the Happy Meal? The toys. Nice. <laughs> What's your favorite thing to eat from the Happy Meal? Chicken nuggets. Ooh, someone said chicken. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this thing up, huh? Thanks so much for listening to No Bad Food. Want to join in the conversation? You can hit us up on the socials at No Bad Food Pod and individually at Teffer Bear and at Tom Zalatni. If you like this episode and want to help us make the show even better, head to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod and donate. For as little as $1 a month, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Gab, Thomas, Anne, Erica, Andrew, Chantal, David, Mallory, Sarah, Nell, and Carol Ann. Our patrons get access to all kinds of awesome perks, including the ability to request topics for episodes of the show. So if that's exciting for you, head to patreon.com slash nobadfoodpod and make it happen. We also have merch. You can hit the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends at the Pod Cavern merch store. Yeah, Toby, do you like your apron? Yes. What's on your apron? 
A bear. That's right. There's a bear on your apron. So if you want a bear on your apron like Toby, you can be cool like Toby by going to our merch store and getting an apron with a bear on it. Mm-hmm. And of course, you can support us. Can you say for free very, very loud? For free very, very loud. <laughs> you goofball. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice and by sharing this episode with a friend. Our theme music is by Zach. Everything is Barry's Ingles. And our cover art is by David Zooted Off the Salad Flam. You can find links for both of them in the description of this episode. And last but not least, this show was produced by Tom Zalatni and Tevra Jemian and edited by Tom Zalatni as part of the Podcavern Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at www.podcavern.com. Dot com. See you next week. You understand. It just takes a little time. It takes a little time. It takes a little time with me. I hope you don't mind. We'll take. Slow this time, you know I'm well worth the wait. No Bad Food is a proud member of the Podcavern Network. For more great shows like this one, head to podcavern.com. Hi everyone, I'm Tom. I'm Sam. And I'm Laura. And we are Disney Look, we know there are Disney super fans out there, but even the superest of fans could still be Disney dummies. That's why the three of us are on a quest to watch every single animated theatrical release in chronological order, from Snow White all the way to whatever's out right now. We dive into each movie in detail, talking about fun facts, talking about the animation, hit you with some hot takes, our favorite reviews on the internet. We even talk about who fucks. I still can't believe that's an actual segment. So join us every second Wednesday for another episode of Disney Dummies. And Pixar Pals when we finally catch up. Yeah. Yeah. Brought to you by the fairy tale whimsical depths of the pod cavern. Hey there, I'm David. I'm Tess. I'm Giovanni. And I'm Greg. And we're Left Trigger, Right Trigger, your video game book club. Each episode, we pick a topic, and each of us brings a video game that we think best fits that topic. Tune into the show to find out how Super Mario Land is all about travel. Or how Bloodborne is a game about sacrifice. Or how SimCity is actually a conspiracy to mine data about human infrastructure. No, we have to stop. We're doing this right now. We're doing a a promo. Please stop. Intrigued? A little scared? Us too. Make sure to catch us every other Tuesday on your favorite podcatcher app. See you there.